1: The one noise to under really this is Shreddy Breck, Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to, you are listening to, you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But bro-
2: Glorious. You Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin. and I'm delighted to be joined by the Diamond Stud Nick Davy.
1: Yo, yo, yo. Good evening. <laughs> I'm
2: a free time wrestling for Oliver Newman. Good evening, everyone. Uh, You well, lads.
1: Yeah, very well. Just scared of the weather at the moment. It it was. uh, It's extremely windy and uh, absolutely lashing it down. Down south, it's absolutely horrible out there.
2: It must have made its way down the country because that's what it's like this afternoon here.
1: (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is revolting outside. So um, yeah, not great outside, but um, yeah, nice and warm with a cup of tea inside
0: good that we do the podcast inside, isn't it? Really? <laughs> in
1: the summer, to be fair, I did actually go outside for a little bit during the summer, I if remember. I remember
2: you doing yeah. that, yeah. You were eating yeah, you
1: strawberries Because <laughs> it was so, because it, it was the other opposite, I was getting a portrait it was so hot in the study, I, I tried to uh, be experimental. <laughs> and from memory, it was a bit of a disaster.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think you should be experimental tonight, Nick. You can. Give us a live weather forecast of how bad it is by. Um, I think it was just screaming outside. YouTube make you a huge star. Yeah. <laughs> Not ready for that just yet. Okay. Yeah. If you listen well,
1: carefully, you can actually hear the wind whistling. No, nope, can just hear you no. talking. Yeah. <laughs> just new, just, new, just new pa- newspapers flying around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right so the main focus of today's show is going to be nxt uk takeover blackpool 2 but first we've got a few news bits we need to get through so first um, marty scale is no longer a free agent he's um, signed a new contract with his current employer's ring of honor in a sensational deal that will also see him become the company's head booker um
1: well in terms of money and career for him, uh, money and sort of the well-being for himself um, he's obviously made a very good decision um, mm. understand that the money offered is quite it's almost wwe money isn't it um, yeah. that the, the money has been offered so fantastic for him in that sense oh really wow that speaks volumes doesn't it so fantastic for him in that sense uh really deserves obviously that in that um, in terms of me being a fan, uh, pretty disappointed because I was at my heart certain him either going to AEW or WWE promotions that I obviously watch on, a, on pretty much a weekly basis. Um, obviously, the biggest promotions out there uh, in WWE or AEW it would have been really great to see him obviously wrestle with some of the big names around the world. Uh, obviously, in a, in a more wider, to, to a, a more wider audience. So, as so I say, fantastic Delighted for him in a, and I say in a career sense and, uh, for a, in a personal sense, I guess, with, um, for his career. But as I say, for me being a fan, just disappointed because he's always been one of my, what well, is my favorite progress wrestling champion of all time. And, um, mm-hmm. as I say, just a, one of the big names that really got me into indie wrestling. So, um, as I say, disappointed in that sense, but delighted for him and, uh, I'll see it for it in a career sense
0: yeah um for, for me uh you know i don't think anyone's deserved to have complete control over their own career more so than my school um everything he's he's kind of gone through to get to this point uh you know i, I remember covering a, a match where he got squashed inside a few minutes and and that was like completely wrong and i i spoke to him about it and then to see this kind of what, 11 years later, he's, uh, you know, created everything himself. Um, and, and yeah, and, you know, it's been said that he's had a hand in the booking over the last, uh, weekends, Ring of Honor shows, and, uh, especially with the, the Saturday night show, which was really, really good, but bordering on excellent. Um, if that's the way the, the ROH booking is going to be. With, with Marty as the one, you know, the lead booker, then bring it on, really. And in terms of, you know, what he, what he can do in, in terms of like money and stuff, he's earned every penny, uh, over the last 11 years. And, you know, with, with AEW and, and WV and NXT and stuff, uh, who's to say he wouldn't get lost in the shuffle? And that's nothing against his ability. It's just the fact that, you know, there's only so many people you can focus on. Um, you know, would he just be part of the, the elite and, and just be a part of the elite? Whereas now, from, from what I can, what I've been reading and stuff, he's trying to, um, obviously, you know, work in tandem with NWA, which we'll talk about in the news, I'm sure, again. And he's trying to open a dialogue with AEW and possibly New Japan as well. So he's trying to work with other promotions. Which he can do, being in the position he's now in. If he goes to AEW or WWE or NXT, he can't really make the the kind of changes maybe he wants to make in professional wrestling. So all the way around, I think it's a it's a good deal, especially for somebody who's you know been covering uh, Ring of Honor. Um, very very happy with this news because he brings a lot to the promotion. And like I said, uh, interesting to see where the booking goes, but. Uh, Atlanta on Saturday was superb. Do you want to go through some of the highlights of Atlanta on Saturday? Because um, I yeah, watched it. Yeah. I don't think
2: Nick has. Before, before yeah. We'll just carry on with a bit of this contract stuff. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I'll just say the, the the two main highlights of the the weekend. Um, you know, both shows were, were good. Uh, the Atlanta show, I thought, was fantastic. And the main thing was um the ROH World Six Man tag titles. Uh was supposed to be defended in Concord, North Carolina on the reign supreme. That was brought forward to uh uh, ROH Saturday Night Centre Stage, which was the Atlanta show. And it was uh Villain Enterprises, Mighty Score, Flip Gordon and Brody King against uh Stevens Jackson's maybe favorite that isn't Jonathan Gresham um Bandido Flamita and uh Ray Harus and uh yeah the, the fan support was fantastic um lots of Mexican chants and air horns and things and the, the unthinkable happened I thought and, uh, and I'll go into more detail on the ROH show and stuff I thought that they booked themselves into a corner because they booked the six-man tag team title match on the Sunday, but they were starting a brand new feud between factions, and then mm-hmm. and then this happened. And uh, really great booking decision if Marty was a part of that, considering I think he took the pinfall as well. Uh, shows how selfless he is in professional wrestling. So he he might be a really good booker, and it'd be quite, quite interesting to see. But yeah. Brilliant decision changing the titles to uh, Bandido, Flamita, and Ray Harus. Uh, Bandido and Flamita are known as uh, Nexa Blood, and now with Ray Harus, the uh, Mexi squad, uh, Mexa squad, sorry. So, um, yeah, fantastic decision that was if if he, he was part of it. And the the other major thing that's happened is obviously uh, marking yourself, uh, you know working on the NWA uh, power aspect of things. Uh, Marty obviously invaded on the back end of um, Into the Fire, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we've had a response from the NWA champion, uh, Nick Aldis, and his Strictly Business associates. Uh, firstly, Nick Aldis uh, got involved in the main event on um, Saturday at Centre Stage, which made sense because yeah. they were in Atlanta. And then he's uh, once again got involved at, um, in Concord, North Carolina on Sunday on Honor Rain Supreme. So it looks like we're heading to a interpromotional feud between uh, ROH and NWA, which yeah, if it's definitely. anywhere near as good as the ROH-CZW feud, will be fantastic for all involved. So you can probably see Marty's uh, fingerprints all over this because Obviously good friends with Nick Aldis and wanting to work with different promotions. There it is right there. Uh, you know, ROH versus NWA.
2: Cool. Yeah, you can you can see that. Ryan Statton mentioned on Twitter that Marty, will, part of his job is to strengthen um, ROH's relationships with NWA, which you can see with the Nick Aldis storyline, and with New Japan, yep. which you can see with um, Switch player Jay White will be appearing at Supercard of Honor, and yep. um, the possible start someone with AEW. So it's an interesting Times for the, the four promotions going forward.
0: I think it's much like what CM Punk was saying in, in 2011. Obviously, we wanted him to go and defend the title worldwide, and then come back as like the real world champion and stuff. But you can't really affect change sitting on your couch. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, he said Chicago and stuff. But can Marty affect change if he's just you know got a contract with, with one company? I think he, he can affect change in professional wrestling more so with his with his contract and his uh, booking responsibilities and just responsibilities to uh, Ring of Honor wrestling in terms of uh, building relationships with different promotions and it's it's there right in front of you because um, obviously this feud with NWA and <laughs> um, yeah if he can if he can work with uh, AEW and New Japan like. He's brought in, uh, you know, J-Wallet, Jay Jay like you said, for a supercard of honour and stuff. Then, um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. All
2: right, the next story is um, some conflicting reports on whether Brian Cage has signed for AEW. Um, SoCalUncensored.com have said that he signed a multiple-year deal, but then
1: his wife, Melissa Santos, said that. That's not true. So. Mm, I saw the tweet, yeah. yeah. I, think well, you, I think it was actually you, you guys that retweeted. I think I think you retweeted it, didn't you, off the Twitter account? Possibly, um, yeah. I think that's, that's how I saw the news. Um, mm. But I think
2: he's probably. Because well, what AEW is really lacking is somebody of size, and he's he's a unit. And I think he'd yeah. be a great signing. So,
1: yeah. yeah, he's improved as well, hasn't he? I, mean, I don't know too much about him, but just reading a few reports since, I think he sounded like he had a very good 2019 and really improved as a wrestler. Yes. Over um, over over the year, almost a bit like almost like Braun Strowman did sort of thing in 2017, um, 2018.
2: So he's Braun... a he's a beast. He can do all the power moves, but he can also do the six one nine and, do yeah. and...
0: <laughs> The only thing that's happened in 2019, to him though is he had a long layoff with an injury, didn't he? To the point where Sammy Callahan said, if he was part of your interview that you had with him, then he yeah. would have to like call him with an injury. <laughs> and not be able to do it. So um, yeah, as long as he's fit and healthy, uh, Brian Cage is a huge addition to to uh, any roster. I think AEW as well. They need kind of a big sort of face, like a big
1: strong face, because at the moment you've got, obviously you've got Warload as MJF's heavy, Jake Hager as Jericho's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, obviously you've got the Jurassic Express. Um, uh, Maybe coming as Cody's heavy. You guess what? I was, yeah, Cody's heavy in here and you could have almost like a, well, the storyline kind of, um, writes itself really, doesn't it, with the, with the three sort of muscle men and then the three superstars as well. Um, yeah. but yeah, ho- hopefully he has joined because as I say, I'll be, I'll be really intrigued to see him because I'll say it's been, uh, like, reading some good reports about him and, uh, yeah, no, it sounds like it'll be a very useful addition to AEW. Um, but obviously, um, from obviously, when you see reports of obviously family members or relatives coming out and sort of fighting the odds, that doesn't scream like it's going very well when when stuff like that happens.
2: I, I think a bit the other way. I think he, maybe he's signed, but he's been told not to say anything, so it'll be a surprise yeah. call. So ah, it,
0: just said that- but, but the thing is, with with Brian Cage once again showing that ROH has has got you know money to uh, to burn, is they've offered him a huge contract, uh, money wise, less date. And, um, yeah, it was like one of the biggest, it was the biggest contract offer out of the, the contract offers he, he's uh, been given. Mm-hmm. And then, it said he, yeah, and then it said that he'd accepted the AEW offer. But yeah, much like Chris, how many times have we read interviews that said, oh, you know, I'm not quite allowed to speak about that, or, um, yeah, that's just a rumor at this moment in time, and then obviously the, person ends up in that promotion and stuff
2: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah also some gutter news for me so um, MJF is no longer pulling double duty two promotions as his contract with MLW has officially ended so he's be, like solely on AEW now so I'm a bit gutter
1: because I, I love the dynasty on that um, MLW so so, I think that's so. what happens. He's the he's probably the biggest one of the biggest stars in AEW. Yeah. Um I i say uh I think. I think he's class, I think he's I think he's easily the best heel in the whole of the wrestling at the moment. Um I'll I just think that. I think he's absolutely fantastic and he's still at the bloody, I don't know how old is he, like 22, 23? He's super. 23, 24. Something Men- yeah. Absolutely mental. Um, no, I think he's he's also, he's a big boy as well. So um I, I really, um I, I think he's just got, I think sky's the limit for MJF. I really think he can go on and be one of the, Say um so certainly being one of the best wrestlers in, in the world for years to come. Um, I, I really rate him that highly. I think he's, as I say, sky's the limit and, um I suppose when you are that big, it does have its downsides that you do have to obviously obviously say goodbye to the indies in many ways as you are required to be contracted just to the one
0: company. He, he very much reminds me of CM Punk in his uh, early ROH, MLW kind of indie days. Mm. So, so I see a lot of how CM Punk used to be as a heel uh, in MJF. So, yeah. But the the landscape in professional wrestling is a lot different than then if you know if they're going to put money and focus behind him in AEW with his Cody feud and stuff, obviously going up against the top guys, then yeah, it's unfortunately going to um, you know dwindle down and affect other companies much like it has done MLW.
2: All right, and the final story is um, Tessa Blanchard beats Sammy Calhoun for the uh, Impact cha- um, Championship at Hard to Kill following allegations of bullying and racism from Chelsea Green, um, Elisa Kelly, uh, Patricia Kelly, Isla Dawn, uh, Rennie, and Michelle, and a couple more uh, flooded in on Twitter the day before. So um, firstly, what was your thoughts on Tessa winning the championship?
0: Well, before all this happened, <laughs> it was... Um you know, it was, it, it's historic, it's, it's huge. Um, it, it is like, it's like Becky, Ronda and Charlotte main event in WrestleMania. It does amazing things uh, for women in professional wrestling. Um, you know, even even going back to the beginning, this feud with Sami Callan, I think it was supposed to be for uh, Scarlett Bordeaux before mm. she was, she, um, you know, got ready to leave the company. And then Tessa got moved into this spot and it's just been, um, you know, fantastic TV. They stole the show at Slammiversary and had the main event. And and the feud has just been fantastic. Must watch every week. And then, um, obviously, the, these allegations and stuff came out, but they had been spoken about before. Um, I'm <laughs> sure I've read about this in the past. So you just have to look and... And kind of see when it, you know, the, the timing of it feels a bit um, just just unfortunate, really. If, uh, if you
2: make if you make all these enemies, what do you expect your enemies to start talking about it the day before? Yeah, so, so. Uh,
0: it's it's obviously you know the the tweet that sent out first of all, and then it was a response to that. So yeah, probably you know probably done it to to herself in that instance. Well, it's it's like in in wrestling, people want to put other people on pedestals, and then they want an opportunity to shoot them down. And she's done if she's done these things, and it seems like she has, then they've they've tried to shoot her down before the biggest moment of career, her career. And the, the what's happened with that is um, they've still pulled the trigger, which um, you know is great for. Uh, women's wrestling and in terms of how things can be in the future um, you know women are definitely on the same level as men in professional wrestling now and with a woman or even if it's non-gender related with with somebody you know being able to win the title regardless of gender thats probably a better way to put it um that is now because of of what's just happened so it is, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it, the only thing would, would have been if, if Sammy had have uh, retained his title, then obviously, uh, the biggest moment of your career has been taken from you, but they've gone the other way. And it's, it, it's a difficult one. It really is because, like, if you look at what Hulk Hogan did and stuff, um, you know, it, he didn't actually apologize for anything. No. To the point where people you know he had an opportunity to apologize for for stuff when it was said he didn't and and the the guys weren't really happy about that um maybe Tessa's apologized if she's you know um you know privately as opposed to like personally and stuff maybe she's apologized for what's what's happened um I don't know we don't. Mm.
2: know. So sad. I was a big, I was a big fan of the storyline. I voted for the feud of the year in multiple po- polls. Um, yep. But I think in light of the allegations, they should have maybe held off on the title change until the company could do an internal investigation. But, but, but um, then um,
0: Ty <laughs> Valkyrie
2: said backstage that she wants to face Tessa for the title.
0: Who said that? Sorry. Uh, Ty Valkyrie. Okay. It's a difficult one, just quickly, with that, though. If you didn't pull, they didn't pull the trigger on it to become the X Division champion at uh, Bound for Glory, when mm-hmm. obviously that was a big opportunity, but we wanted it to be Sami Callahan versus Tesla. And then this has come up, um, this main event. So if they don't pull the trigger on it now, then your next possible good opportunity to do it is Slammiversary. But mm-hmm. is she going to lose steam between now and Slammiversary? So I think they had to do it now. But then from Sami callahan's perspective, he's only held the title since uh late October and he mm-hmm. hasn't defended it over like a... uh a, a, Well, he's defended it once over a pay-per-view and lost it. So, mm-hmm. you know, once again, from his perspective, he's uh, worked scratch forward to be the world champion and... Uh, you know, lost it in his first defence. So, um, yeah, it's 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 tough being him at the moment because he's he's worked really hard to be in that position. Right, cool. I've got uh, one last question on this bit and then we'll move on.
2: Um, so, what do you think will be the biggest impact in 2020? Tesla's Championship win, Cage
0: in AEW or Skull, skull booking um, Ring of Honour? I think Marty booking Ring of Honour because of what it can affect yeah, I agree relation. yeah. Right, cool. So um, we'll be back with question
2: of sports and as after this quick break.
0: Hi everyone, it's uh, Oliver Newman here, free time pro wrestling author. And for myself, if you want to support me and my work, you can buy my books, A Fans Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling, where I focus on the British wrestling scene. Uh my book. Book on WWE in 2016, A Fans Perspective uh, 2016, what a year to be a fan of WWE, and my book on WrestleMania 24, A uh, Fans Perspective, how my lifelong dream became a nightmare. You can buy them on Amazon in paperback and Kindle, Kindle Instantaneous, and Kindle Unlimited for free, or if you would like a signed copy and get a, in contact with me on a Big Cartel, fansrespective.bigcartel.com. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> All right, so it's time for a question of sports entertainment. So um, Tessa Blanchard winning the Impact Championship got me thinking about WWE. So this week's quiz question is going to be, name, wrestler, name women who have held non-women's titles in WWE. So um, to decide who goes first, um, I want you to, whoever gets the closest here can go first. So how many days does Sexy Star hold the Lucha Underground Championship? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> first, we're just shouting out. Just shout out a number, and whoever gets closest okay. can go first.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: 50? 50 days? 75. Okay, Oliver won. The question is one day. <laughs> uh, it's, it's
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: a scam. She won it, and then the next day, yeah, Johnny Mundo Impact Pat Morrison cashed in the uh, gift of the <laughs> Gods Championship. So Okay, so, so what's,
1: what was what was this question again?
2: So the question is name women who have held a non-womens title in WWE. In WWE.
1: Yeah.
2: So Oliver, you go first.
0: Okay. Uh China.
1: Yes. Oh um um the 24/7 title um Candice Michelle.
0: Yes. Cheers for that one, Nick. Uh Maria Kanellis. <laughs> yes. Kelly Kelly. Yep. Um uh,
1: Medusa Londra blaze Yes. Um, Terry Runnels.
2: Yes, you won the
0: Hardcore title.
1: Hardcore, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Godfather, so.
1: Right, uh, what's that, three or?
0: That's four free. Oh,
1: yeah, you got first.
0: Um, so you got one? Oh, um, Carmella. Yes. So there's four more. So, uh, do, 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 do. Molly Holly. Or Mighty yes. Molly. On the hard yeah. court. yep. Tamina Snooker. Yes. Alright, so
2: there's two more. It's five all. One more. Shoot out. Did not? Uh,
0: okay. Um.
1: Shoot. Ref, look at the clock, please.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, oh, come on. Four. Uh, three. Uh, two. Uh, one. I don't know, nothing. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh, I don't know what's
1: I don't know because so I can't think.
0: <laughs> and if you do, Nicola hurt your head, so you shouldn't bother. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, two massive names you haven't said. Uh,
2: five, four, 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 three, two, one.
1: Beth uh, Phoenix. No.
2: So, I don't know. <laughs> and, I, I'm that, only... I'll end that there at five. Four, seven. Yeah, you've had uh, uh, Jacqueline won the cruiserweight weight championship oh of course yeah, she did, did. yes um, uh, Tr- Trish Stratus also won the hardcore title
1: I was going to uh, say Trish Stratus next um, I was that. definitely going to say Jacqueline next alright so, uh, so that finished 5-0 I bad. do remember that though against um, Chavo Guerrero was it or Chavo's yeah.
2: dad Chavo senior a classic whatever his name
1: was oh dark times <laughs>
0: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson
2: here. Don't be a waste, man. Check out Broken But Glorious, the podcast. Cheers. All right, so NXT UK Takeover Blackpool two. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I wasn't sure at the start. You're making that more complicated than it
2: was, but it is a bit of a mouthful. Right, so before we go into details on the highlights, what were your
1: all thoughts on the show? Um, I think it got better as the show went on. At the start, I, at the start, I wasn't disappointed. I just felt it was a bit of a slow burn. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If anything, that's actually quite a good thing because you always <laughs> want the show to get better with every match eventually going to obviously towards a climax. Um, so yeah, no, I thought it was a, a pretty good takeover. Um, I thought it was a pretty good takeover and, um, and yeah, I think it's been another steady, and I think the NXT UK takers have all been very good. I don't think they've obviously been absolute classics that they've been must watch, You have to go back and desperately watch them all, the sort of thing. But I think they certainly haven't been bad or anything. And um, and I'm really, I think they're getting into it, and um, they're proving that this brand will be a success. I think as well. Above all, I think they're they're they get there. They are getting into it very slowly, but certainly surely.
0: Yeah, and and for myself, um. I haven't seen all of it. I watched up until uh, Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin and included that match and then kind of seen bits and pieces of matches because, yeah, I was um uh, Yeah. Um, but what I saw, I liked... Um, when, I don't know whether we're talking about now because I'm just saying overall thoughts and stuff... But the the main thing that, that stuck out to me, uh, that I don't think you guys will, will focus on is uh, the sensational women's title match. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Um so yeah. Overall thoughts. I saw three out of the five matches properly. And um yeah, it was it was a really good show, um what I saw.
2: Yeah, I thought I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun tight two and a half hours. And the women's title match was I think better than the main mania main events. I felt. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a a, yeah a great great ladder match and possibly a match of the year contender in Bay versus Devlin. Unfortunately, the main events went a bit long for me. I think twenty seven minutes. horse battle needs to be epic and not end at a side headlock. So, um, So.
0: it could have Did been 10 was...
2: minutes and I wouldn't have had any complaints about the main event. So it's, so I think
0: the, just... the thing that I've got from here, and I, I kind of read this on Twitter and it's, oh, I've checked it out now. First ever takeover win for Pilar Bay. Yeah. Um He would yeah. be, yeah, I think, because obviously he's lost
1: to Walter in the main event, which is fair enough. And,
2: and then he, so he lost the tag team, team titles on the first UK one, didn't he?
1: Okay, takeover. Mm. It, takeover.
2: Yeah, because they lost the, t- the tag titles on the first show, didn't they? So
0: Yeah, they lost the t- there's only been three UK takes. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So the uh, Blackpool tournament and stuff wasn't classed as a takeover, was it? No, I mean, think that, that was just a network special. I think at the time that was even before uh, okay. it became a
1: brand. That was before it even became a brand. I
0: think Sean. Yeah. No. 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 I was just thinking. I was thinking. Well, he he won it in in Chicago on a takeover, and I was like. Uh, yeah. So no, yeah, no that we was my. Or yeah, um he won it on the Blackpool shows and stuff, yeah. lost it on the Chicago takeover. Yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. it was the, pretty probably the best match um that year. That was close. It yeah. yeah. So yeah. shall
2: we start okay. with um Kayla Ray, the uh, retainer against Piper Niven and Tony Storm. So Oliver, do you want to lead on this one
0: then? Yeah, definitely. Um absolutely adored this match. Uh everything you could possibly ask for. And like like you said, to put it in the same, uh, you know, sentence as the WrestleMania Triple Threat Women's Main Event shows how highly you thought of it, Chris. And I can completely agree. I think if this was on that level, uh, we would we'd be talking about it even more so. Um, it's kind of like you know, because obviously we're all football fans and stuff. It's kind of like if your favorite player from like Brighton Blues and, and Manchester United, respectively. Scores are worldy, but um, it, it doesn't get really spoken about as much as if Messi or Ronaldo did it. So um, yeah, just really, really loved it. Um, the, the video package before the match, because um, much like yourselves, we I, I, w- I would not- say
2: that the video packages for every match are really good because I haven't watched NXT UK. Well, so well, exactly that was, so,
0: so it's a that was the point I was making is. Um, I haven't been able to watch any WB NXT UK since uh, the last takeover because obviously not enough hours in a day and so much to watch. So I kind of limit my my my, my uh, WB network stuff to two takeovers. Obviously NXT, we, we kind of um, tune in every week, but NXT UK is probably a little bit too much, so I'd limit it to takeovers. And the video package that kind of, uh, you know, Piper Niven and Tony Storm and Kaylee uh, Kay Ray, sorry, uh, were all friends, and then obviously Kaylee Ray's gone the way that she's gone, and Tony Storm got attacked, and Piper Niven helped her, but she didn't want to help, and, and stuff like that It just set the scene fantastically, and and then the match itself was was just brilliant psychology wise. Uh, Tony Storm's got the chair, and is she gonna, you know, smack um, Piper Niven? um and then because she, she could do it because it's um you know no dq no counter in a triple threat match and it was just like agonizing over doing it um kind of brought me back to uh Roddy Piper versus Bret Hart from WrestleMania 8 yeah. when he's got the the bell yeah. and and the fans are kind of like don't do it kind of thing like no 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 obviously not to that extent in this match but you kind of feel that that's the way it would go um and then yeah it was kind of a mor- you know morality kind of decision but um yeah just just brilliant from the breaking up of the pinfall by grabbing the referee's arm uh, before he can make it a free uh, that was fantastic as well the uh, storm valley driver um the st- storm as no what's what's the finish called sub Storm Zero, Storm Zero, isn't it? Storm Zero sounds good. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Storm Zero, and um, you know when there was uh, the two of them there, and um, onto the other one and stuff. I can't remember who exactly, but yeah, just just waxy lyrical about this match. Uh, forty would have stole the match of the night on us, but I'm sure your guys, uh, you guys, will, will disagree with that when we're talking about other matches, but. Yeah, just just loved every every moment of this match. And um, yeah, just just that really. Uh, if we saw it on the grander stage with the same uh, in-ring work, then yeah, uh, I'd, I would love to see this on a on a, a WWE pay-per-view or, or you know maybe a WrestleMania in the future. Uh, that would be fantastic. And yeah, just just really really, really loved this match.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So I thought it was, I thought it was great. And one thing as well, you touched on as well about. So I must admit myself, I'm, I'm not watched NXT UK on a weekly basis. I occasionally catch up with the spoilers, but when you have a sort of multi-person match like a triple threat or a fatal four-way, I don't, I think with storytelling, you can kind of just get invested into the match anyway. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I think you see, obviously, when you've got that, that sort of, uh, chemistry in the ring of a multi-person match, it is, it's very easy to get invested. And exactly what happened here, I thought it was just, so I thought it was great from start to finish. And, um, and yeah, I think, uh, as well, without knowing the backlog of the storyline, I just think, say, so they all, um, see, every single woman did their bit and it made a very good viewing.
2: Yeah, I was surprised the storm didn't win. Following her comments for Rhea Ripley on the last NXT, where she promised to win the U- UK women's title, and then and, uh, at Worlds Collide, it'll be, she'll become a double champion. Just I could have, been, I just thought it would have been for a better story at Worlds Collide
1: if it was champion versus champion. Yeah, I, I don't think she's going to be in NXT UK for much longer, if at all. I think I think she'll be just full time
0: on a, on the actual NXT now. I think. I, I think keep the title on Kaylee Ray. I think she's, she's she's a brilliant champion.
2: I just thought they might have just, just done a, a quick switch and then maybe switch her back just for Worlds Collide. Having champion versus champion just might have made it a bit more exciting, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, I All right. Um. T- then Tyler Bate defeated Jordan Devlin. I was surprised about this as well. I thought Bate was going to lose. And then, yeah, oh, I,
0: I thought he was going to lose as
2: well. Uh, next, do you want to take, go on first
1: on this one? Yeah, yeah, I well, can do. It was um sorry I thought this was this was the match of the night in my opinion. Um I just thought it was just outstanding. And again, um Tyler Bate is just put one of the one of the best wrestlers on, on the UK scene. Um obviously we can go back and look at obviously other classic matches, but this was just superb. Um the high energy between both men was brilliant. Um I love this. obviously the near pulls, uh, I thought as well Jordan Devlin came out of it looking extremely well he's always one wrestler I think goes slightly underrated but um, I, I, I think,
2: think he, he he might be the most improved wrestler of 2019 from the few from what I've seen of him
1: yeah, it's pretty I'm what he was sure. on
2: the, that first um, UK Championship tournament I didn't rate him at all but I, I think he's great though.
1: Well, I think when he came into that u um, k um, the u k the first tournament they did it back in twenty seventeen i want to say um and the first i would never heard of him personally um i don 't think he was that well known in the u k soon well that 's just because he wasn 't in progress at, at all really um that may that may be, that may be the reason why i didn 't really hear of him too much because um, but and I think what came out at tournament was not really his ability, but it's more just the fans' chance, and you're just a shit Finn Balor, really. Yeah. Um, I think that was the main talking point of him. But I think since then he's gone from strength to strength, obviously him having some great matches on the Indies at Riptide and at Progress. I think he's say got better and better. And I think this was, uh, despite losing the match, I think it's obviously done his career wonders as well. I think it's going to catapult him up the um, obviously NXT. UK we might even see him dipping his toes into some matches on NXT as as well, um, but just overall, I thought the match was just obviously ends when it's one of those ones that you sort of I know it's a bit of a cliche um, that you can't take your eyes off it. Usually, when I'm watching sort of wrestling. I'm always playing on my phone. I'm always sort of kind of multitasking. But this one is one where I sort of had to sit the phone down. And go, right, no, I'm actually getting into this. This looks mm. this is very <laughs> good. And I think uh, the near falls really really helped. And um, as well, post match, I thought it was a nice touch of um, when Tyler was doing his obviously standard celebration. I quite like the Triple H, William Regal, and Johnny Saint applause from the top. I thought that was, that was quite good, a bit of a show of respect, and, um, and obviously I think it helped, obviously, I think it obviously helped sell the match as well. Obviously, I know we don't really need telling that that was a great match, but I think it always, uh, little touches like that, I was think make a nice sort of sell that, um, obviously there's a reason why it was so good when you get sort of the applause from, from the higher up, uh, where do both men go from here as well? I'd love to see Tyler Bate being... I mean, I think you'd like to think there will be one NXT UK wrestler in the Rumble like there was last year with Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it would be Water, but I would personally love it to be Tyler Bate. I think uh, he deserves it as well. And um, bit like I said with Tony Storm, I think Tyler now, it'd be nice to see him a bit more on NXT, uh, potentially get into... Obviously, especially post Mania, when new summers get the odd call ups as well to people go up to Raw or SmackDown, it'll be great if we can see him there and get onto the scene, maybe get into some feud with, I don't know, who, who, the then champion at the time of the NXT North American side, so that would be quite cool. Um, but for both men, fantastic match, and as I say, my match of the nights, and um, I guess my match of the year, even though we're only 14 days into, <laughs> into 2020. But we've got one on the board and, uh, for me, first of all, so, um, but no. Really match and um, just so uh, really excited to see where both men go from here
0: I think in terms of what Nick says about playing on your phone and stuff I think the turning point of the match was the fist fight mid-match yeah. and, and yeah. that kind of brought everything to another level um, I think Devlin needed to win the match more than bait um, you know he's been put in a, a spotlight uh, position on the card and he's lost and um, he, you know, obviously he, he did gain uh, by being a part of the match, but I think he needed to win it, and I think we'll, we'll see that more so in the future and, and what it holds for, for both men. But yeah, I think uh, for, for Tyler Bate and for Tony Storm, if they were a part of NXT, uh, you know, going forward, that's, that's probably what's, what needs to happen. They both have been the main champion of of what they can do. Um, so yeah, I'd, I would bring them both up to, to NXT and in doing so you give an opportunity to another, uh, male and female to, to be a part of this NXT UK roster and the, the machine keeps turning, doesn't it? But I think, uh, yeah, Devlin needed to win that match and it surprised, that hurt me that he didn't, uh, like, not, like Nick said about Finn Balor, they were chanting that again. um, and, yeah, that's normally a distracting thing, but seemed to spur him on. And, yeah, just thought uh, all ends up he's winning this match. And um, that wasn't the case. But, uh yeah, I, I had it picked that it was going to be the women who, who stole the show. And up until that point, they did. But, yeah, hand on heart, I have to say, this was a, a pretty incredible match. But, um, yeah, come the end of the year, End uh, of year awards and stuff. It it probably should should be up there as a match of the year candidate, definitely. I think with Devon as well, I think he is definitely, I don't think the defeat
1: does him too much damage. I think he is still clearly rated highly by sort of Jim Smallman and the other guys at the back. I mean, given the yeah. fact that they gave him the match against Balor last year as well, the start of January. In fact, even giving mm-hmm. him a match this too. I think even to be fair, even getting a match on takeover proves you're doing something right. That's constantly being yeah. on the takeovers, constantly be at the high end of NXT UK, clearly doing something right. And I so, took out Jarvis Banks, didn't he, for the... One of the shows. Uh, that was year. yeah, that was the, the when Balor came. Yeah, Balor was his replacement. That was last year. Uh, Blas yeah. Last year. But, um, so yeah, clear,
0: clearly rated highly. So I think. Um, oh yeah, no doubt he's he's rated highly. But you've got to turn uh, opportunity into wins, haven't you? And this was a huge opportunity for him on a main stage to win against the former, uh, you know, WWE UK uh, champion. Which I think he needs it more than Tyler need, if you know what I'm saying, Nick. Yeah, no, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah my, my
2: thinking going into that was that Bates and Seven are going to be joining done soon, so it'd be best for them both to put over the next, like the next lot of guys, Devlin and Dennis. But now I want to see Devlin and Bates both go to NXT. Imagine Devlin in the, like, the Cruiserweight division with Leo Rush and... Gaza Jr. It'd be such a contrast to their styles, and I think it'd be it'd be a great heel against
0: them. So, well, the, 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 only the, the only thing I'm thinking with with regards to the ending of this match and stuff is who would be next for Walter?
2: Like, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think they they, want, they 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 all they've got is bait, so it'd be bait Walter the next takeover. Bait Walter
0: too, yeah, because obviously Devlin's character and and Walter's character both being heels might not work as a a main event of a takeover which is probably what we'll say about this coffee water match coming up um, so maybe they're um, you know working it for bait versus Walter too but if that kind of takeovers what June maybe it was, it was August, it was August mm-hmm. last
2: year but Triple H has said he's yeah. expecting more take- UK takeovers this year so there might be one yeah maybe, uh, maybe they, they can't around, he, sorry if it's not going to be around Mania, maybe the month after Mania, maybe yeah. In yeah.
0: They they can't keep bait on that UK roster just um what's it called uh what's the word yeah they they can't keep him on the UK roster just to have that bait versus Walter two in like six months time. No, oh. he he needs to go to NXT. So like I said, uh, that's why I was surprised with this. I understand with with that being the case with with Devlin and, and Bape. I think Devlin needed it more, but if you were to sell Bape versus Volta 2, which we'd all love to see, then it makes sense that he got this huge win and the way he got the win and everyone, um, you know, applauding him for it. Triple H, uh, Johnny Saint, William Regal, putting him over huge at the end. So if that's what's next, or if it's in six months' time, then hopefully he does a lot on NXT and just comes back as a... Um, NXT wrestler but even in that instance if he does isn't it kind of choreographed uh, you know choreographed that he isn't going to win because he's a part of NXT
2: yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah be inter- it's interesting times going forward
2: yeah so then in the main events Walter defeated Joe Coffey as we mentioned a submission 27 minute match so I thought there was some good
0: elements
2: to this match it was a good big man battle but it, was, it got a bit overbooked with all the interference and then I don't think they've booked Joe Coffey well enough for him to be a credible challenge for Walter. Did, no point did I think that Coffey was uh, going to win.
1: I think um, I think with Joe Coffey, I mean, per, in the nicest way possible, I think this is better talent than him to main event an uh, NXT takeover. I think I, like I it, think he's a he's a good like
2: upper mid card heel who you defeat yeah, on your uh, way to winning a title. But.
1: I, I agree to extent. I mean, I had bought his shirt before, but I, I don't know. I just think there's. I think there's just I think there's just, there is just better talent on the roster than him. I, I mean, Gallus. I think they're they're an okay stable. They're pretty standard, but I just can't see it really. I I always look when I look at sort of NXT UK NXT as a whole. I look at wrestlers. So I go okay. I always just look at the next where they're gonna go after this. I don't just go okay. This match is looking good. Okay, then I always look for where they're gonna go after sort of thing. I always like to see sort of just almost like it's never gonna end seeing where the next career move's gonna be. I just don't really see it with Joe Coffey. I don't think I ever see i 't have no aspirations to see him ever get out of NXT UK. And I think that's why I was kind of <laughs> less sold on the match. Um and I think um, it was okay, but I actually think the interference actually saved it up or that's when I actually became a bit more interested. Um I thought the little spot with um Dragonov coming out and um I was holding of my tongue on the last bit about potential water opponent. I think he would be the next dragon off. Or, um, oh, off I, I think Vigley. I think he should be the next one. I think he's obviously a, he, he's a tough guy. Um, I think he would be a good one. Dragonoff. Drag yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that'd be that'd be the best possible match. I think of what's sort of left on on the roster that Walter can fight. Um, well, is it the problem the UK that
2: they've not just not built anybody as a credible challenge? Because it's, it's in my mind it seems so easily when you've got like you've got the current progress champion Eddie Dennis, and then you've got former champions like. Um, Banks t- Banks, you've got Andrew's got El Then I former I C W champions got like seven. Wolfgang Coffee and then Zach Gibson's won the UK championship tournaments and won titles all over the country. You've got so you've got the basis of a good main event there, but they just have had I think he's just slow. That's
1: I think, I think they, we, we might get there. You never know. I think it's just obviously they're, they're taking it slow. I, I personally think Droganoff would be a good one. Well, I quite like the, um, but I don't know where it's going to go from here because obviously you could say that in theory that both men will be pretty pissed off with him. Water obviously from actually sticking his nose in the first place, but then mm-hmm. Coffee because he came and then there was that little spot with him hitting the knee. Um, uh, which obviously was a, um, obviously Coffee won't be best pleased about that in theory, but, um, as, that, as, as referee bumps go as well. That is probably one of my favourite of all time. I think oh, great, great, that was great. Class. I, I love the referees tweet the next day as well. saying. Well, that's my first ever takeover. Uh, <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, absolutely. It was, it was fantastic. I'm a big fan of referee spots, but, uh, this was probably one of my favorite ever ones. It was just the, the speed and just the air, the air time the ref got as well. And he just flew it through the air out the ring. I thought it was fantastic. And I think the ref deserves a lot of credit as well for, for actually making the spot because sometimes when you do ref spots. It can look a bit painfully awkward when it doesn't go right. and It just looks pretty. <laughs> pretty naff but um, that was just class and um, really sold I, I was happy as well he did it he was completely wiped out it did require a second ref to come down because uh, proper sold it didn't it the actual yeah, movement definitely. and everything because that that wouldn't have been believable at all I mean, even if someone went and picked him up and rolled him back in it still wouldn't have been that believable so little little things like that i think deserve a little bit of credit as well but um as i say i think i'm not going to be too this, obviously i not to really be too uh, uh, negative about Joe Coffey Because so, so I bought a shirt in the past I like the guy um, But as I say, I just think there is better talent On the um, NXT roster to main event but, but as I say, overall I thought the match Was okay, it was fine, no no complaints About it, obviously I thought the women's match The ladder match and the, obviously The Devlin match were probably a bit better um, but overall, it was a standard main event. So the spot was spot. The referee spot was fantastic. That was at its high points. Um, happy line, I still think he's a great champion. Still got, say, some great matches he can deliver with some of the guys in that roster. And um, and yeah, no, I think overall, I think I just say, I think with um, obviously, and then obviously I'll let you address the uh, the post match as well in a minute.
0: Yeah, is uh, is Travis Banks injured? Um,
1: mm, probably, probably he gets injured
0: quite a bit. Because he was in the crowd, I just I wasn't sure. Because if you're talking about somebody for that main event spot against Walter, based on character and stuff, uh, Travis Banks for me. I I think they'd have a a tremendous match. And uh, just before obviously to be summing this up and stuff, uh, just want to make mention of the uh, the fantastic spot in the, the Eddie Dennis Trent Seven match when he did like the razor's edge over the top and just took out a random uh, security guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool
2: yeah that just seemed like eight eight minutes build-up just for that spot <laughs>
0: it was worth it yeah
2: <laughs> yeah so then post-match so Undisputed Era arrived attacked Imperium and then surrounded Walter Attacked, hit the high low, and then stood over a fallen Walter. Shock this is the system. Oh, this made maybe so excited for World's Collide. Now I was, I wasn't that bothered about it until this happens. So.
0: Spot on. See, the, the thing is, for me, I'm kind of like wondering how many people have turned off an NXT show a takeover when it comes up with this is WWE copyrighted so and so. I don't think miss, anybody has since Champa. I,
1: since the, the for, yeah, since the champ for Gargano, I've stopped doing that for, because I, was yeah. few, I had my PlayStation controller in my hand that point. And then I, I kind of know, I kind of had a feeling that when he put his arm around him, I was like, I don't know. Tommaso tells me I've, he's done this before to Zack Saber Jr.
0: And then he put <laughs> it there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I. I, I don't, also, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I was just no, I was just wondering because I was, was like, I was getting ready just to close it off myself. I was like. And then and I just wonder how many people have, have missed out on, on the endings and then have gone back and like it's been spoiled from like with Champa and Gargano. Oh Champa turned on Gargano after it went off. It was like, What? I watched it until it went off. No, you didn't. So, so I just wonder how many people turn it off and like get on with it <laughs> the rest of the day and then all of a sudden here on the internet or or through friends and stuff. You see the undisputed era attack uh, Imperium after the show? What? I watched the whole show. You know, so yeah. Were
2: there anyone um, surprised that Imperium didn't win the ladder match? Because then having all the champions against each other, that would have
0: made sense, possibly. Yeah, it? yeah. I see where you're coming from there. Yeah,
1: it's
0: maybe, not bad. maybe with what you've said about uh, Gallus and you weren't very uh, complimentary towards Joe Coffey. Maybe they they do see um, something in them as a group, as tag team champions and stuff, because. They were going up against three of the best um, on the roster and have come out as champions at the same time as going in as champions. So somebody um, cares about the group, I think. I was, I, just, I,
1: I'm sorry.
2: I was just saying, I, I just think from a storyline point of view, it would have made sense for Imperium to win and St- Tony Storm to win just for Worlds Clyde, I mean, you could put the titles back where you want them oh, to Oh, yeah. If, stories, if your you next
0: takeover is in to six months time then yeah completely agree with what you're saying the only problem is in in terms of uh, you know potatoing uh, just just in terms of changing the titles and changing it back but um, yeah I can see where you're coming from Chris Not well,
1: play devil's advocate there but I mean isn't there always that Chris and though this is a whole of WWE for years that I, I, I completely agree I'm not a fan of short short title changes uh, I think it devalues the title. I, I like a long title. And I don't, obviously we would have loved WCW, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, WCW
2: 2000, was it 24 title changes or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I,
1: the
0: I, best honestly, thing was when just... Bischoff and Russo were working together and decided to vacate all the titles.
2: And they did um, that like uh, three times yeah. in that year. No, <laughs>
1: I'm not a fan yeah. when they do that. I'm not a fan of short title changes. Obviously, when you've got I, something funny I, like the 24th you we, have got some like at 24-7, that happens. But that's why I think the tag team division has been pretty crap over the years, because it just changes, the titles change willy nearly over like, without any sort of storyline booking,
0: like that's for a different podcast altogether. But that's um, bad. That's bad I, I think in it, this instance, it ninety-two this got a fair point, but I, much like you, I don't like changing the title to change the title. And also, Especially well, if it was champion versus champion, or... Uh, non-title champion, if it's non-title champion versus champion then uh, either person can win can't they but if it was champion versus champion with titles on the line then they're not going to have Rhea Ripley lose to Tony Storm so it kind of takes the, um, the shock yeah yeah. It, it, it takes the shock, it takes the, the kind of match out the fans hands really because you know who's going to win so um, exactly. more, more so with, with titles on the line so yeah and with Tony
1: Storm and Imperium, I think they're probably the most likely ones to more move up to the NXT roster as well. So I think well,
0: they've already see um, with the, the NXT roster, haven't they? So indeed, yeah. so that's,
1: I think there's actually a chance that they could um, they could actually take the titles off it. I mean, Tony Storm, especially. I know Rhea's only held the belt, so she probably won't win it. But um, you know what I mean? At least there's more of a
0: chance, more of a potential chance. But um,
1: but yeah, but is I'm him,
0: him going to go up if their uh, leader doesn't want to leave uh, Europe? Well, he, said yeah, he, I mean, he said he
2: that... d- doesn't want to live in, in America, so yeah, they could. They, they gave him like a not like, well, a, well, not, like a, not like a Brock Lesnar deal, but doesn't have to do the house. that not the house shows or. So. Well,
0: yeah, but once again, if he's flying in and out with with so many dates, like you just said, then maybe he could. Yeah, money talks but again him, don't.
2: You come in, you do two shows, then you record some backstage stuff and then you fly over two weeks then you go back out to the club. Sounds
1: yeah. like a nightmare, doesn't it? Wouldn't I wouldn't doing that. <laughs> um, but no, I think, um, I think as well what you said, Chris, um, as well at the start there about oh, I wasn't really that arsed about Worlds Club. I must admit I'm the same because I'm getting back I'm getting back, I'm, I'm struggling to find the time to watch it. I think now this actually will make me find the time to watch it based on the end of NXT UK takeover. And it's a little bit of... Almost the way basic booking, but them coming out, the crowd's reaction was fantastic. It's actually um, got me quite excited now for, for, for their, um, it's, it's, given me a purpose to watch what applies before. I was like, I'll just watch the, I'll just catch the results the next day. I won't have any mm. interest in watching it. Um, but now we'll make the effort. So
0: I think they've done but that the job. The best in there, thing, you know? the best thing about it though, unless I'm, uh, unless I'm mistaken, was that it was kept as a secret. Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. I, I wasn't yeah. online or anything, uh, you know, before the time. But did anyone expose the fact that undisputed era were going to be there? I kind of saw it. On my, yeah. I, saw it on my,
1: I saw it on Twitter when I was watching Takeover. Funny enough, I was on my phone and I just saw
0: it. Oh, okay, there. so after the event, but not spoiled that the fact that they were going to be there.
1: Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, that was just me being stupid, but yeah, no, WWE never announced they were going to be there.
0: You know, like when Jericho was surprised for the Rumble, and no one knew about it, that kind of stuff. Oh, all the examples you could have gone for there, (laughs) could have gone for Shane (laughs) Shane McMahon's return in 2016, The Rock in 2011. I like Jericho's return to the Rumble. <laughs> <That money. Ooh. laughs> uh,
2: yeah, the, one, oh, the other match. I mean, I'm really looking forward to Balor versus Dragon off. I think that's going to be a brilliant match as well. For, 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 that'd be for class. Finish off the
0: Tony Storm,
2: Rhea Ripley for me. I think mean, that will be wicked. All right. So obviously the final question for this bit would be: Will you be now tuning into the weekly show, or do you have a desire to see
1: where these storylines go? Uh, unless I get made redundant or fired from my job um, I've got more time I won't be watching it only because I just don't have the time no I will still keep I'll probably catch more I'll probably make more effort to find the spoilers to see the results mm. each week but for time it, 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 it's a time and it's a struggle in the moment to um to to, he's even struggled to watch Raw in an hour now because of just time and everything. Um, the only show I make the effort to watch the the full show is NXT and, and AEW, Dynamite. They're the only two shows
2: I str- watch. I'm struggling to watch AEW at the moment. I, f- I watch all of NXT, MLW, and and, and NWA. But then, I will be honest,
1: th- th- I, I do prioritise NXT over Dynamite because I just yeah. love NXT. But, um, yeah, uh, Raw and SmackDown, I sort of skip through. Well, SmackDown, I think it's painful to actually watch at the moment. Um, so I skip through that. And then Raw, I skip and then watch the segments like I want to watch and the matches I want to watch. Um, SmackDown just seems to be a complete fast forward for the whole thing. And um, You got BC Sport then, Nick? No, just, um, no. Through
0: <laughs> <laughs> other, for other uh, means, I watch it. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, for, for myself. Um, I, will, I will not pay I... any extra for, for BT Sport. I understandably so, especially when they said they were joining forces, um, last time I had my bill and stuff. Uh, (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, for myself, I I don't think you necessarily need to watch NXT UK on a weekly basis. I think it's just about tuning in for the takeovers. Like I felt the same way with like NXT, but I think there's more happening in NXT and we're more kind of behind the brand than NXT UK. Obviously, you want both to be successful. But um, I think we've, we've put more time and effort into covering NXT uh, than NXT UK and for myself. Um, obviously, with WWE going to VT Sport, I stuck five hours out, out of um, what I watch per week. So it's uh, AEW. I try to catch the AEW dark when something happens as well. Um, uh, Impact Wrestling, ROH. So... Yeah, I could possibly add NXT UK but um, I, yeah. I don't know if it would be uh worthwhile considering um you know, from what we've we've seen and heard and stuff, most of the important stuff happens on a takeover.
2: Yeah, and the video packages are so good, I don't know. I felt like i yeah,
0: the video packages Yeah, it's no good. The, the video packages just told the whole story and, and what was it, that might have been like four to six weeks for the women's match? And it was, the story was told in, uh, you know, a two, three, four minute video before the match, like it was for the other matches. So, no, um, I I think you could, I think you could, you could add it to to what you're watching. Um, uh, But yeah, the, the takeovers are definitely the most important thing.
1: This is Azazel, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious.
2: All right, so to finish the show this week, we're not having a debate. We're going to give our 2020 predictions. So we're going to give one WWE prediction, one non-WWE prediction, and then um, say who we we'll think will be holding the major titles on the 1st of January uh, 2021. So um, yeah. what's who wants to go first for the first WWE prediction?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll go first if you want Okay, so Andrade... Holds a universal or WWE title by the end of the year. I like it. I do like on Jado. I like it too. <laughs> I'm sure Charlotte Blair's a fan. <laughs> uh.
1: Um. Okay, I'll go for. Um, I'm trying to go for a comedy one. Um. I was thinking of Eric Rowan's cage. Um, oh, what's in Eric
0: Rowan's cage? Paul yeah, uh, Swoggle. <laughs> The
2: um, the
1: rest
0: songs. I, I, I was thinking it was Nick because we, we can't <laughs> get anyone certain um,
1: oh, I need to. Uh, do you want to go, Chris? Um, well,
2: mine's uh, <laughs> the, the women's title. The women's division will receive a secondary title after WrestleMania as well. Maybe the, the women's Intercontinental title, sort of. I, I've said in the past, I think they've got a great women's division. They don't need two world world titles. They can have world title, secondary title, and the tag team titles. Got a great I'm
0: shocked and appalled that you haven't said Alistair Black or Cedric Alexander would be top champions, Chris. Supposed to be your favourite wrestlers.
2: I know. I thought we'll go with this. A, <laughs> I
0: just wanted to share that with you. When you're ready, Nick. <laughs> okay. Um, i like you. You haven't known about this for days.
1: <laughs> there be, be at least there'll be at least two. Yeah, part-time WWE champions at some point so that could be any title but there'll be two part-time champions uh, at some stage throughout the year so it could be someone drops a belt and someone else picks one up later on in the year but there'll be two doesn't matter what any belt but there'll be two part-time C-
2: champions C- as going to win the 17th title will be part-time we've mm-hmm. like. called that for years
1: but, like, <laughs> there'll be at least two cool, um, yeah. oh, and another one Saturday, the Saturday show will cause loads of controversy as well <laughs>
2: That's been announced. Of I think it's the end of February, is it? End of February. End Feb. I'm sure it's in February.
0: They're doing it before Mania. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Is that the I'm Sure. The Stardew. Sure. Sure
1: I'm
0: really
2: I'm sure. I'm sure it was the end of February. So. What, what, what are we talking about? and Saudi show.
0: Yeah. It, end yeah. it's 20th of February, I think. I'm oh, they're doing it. Yeah. A... 20th.
2: Yeah, yeah okay. it's going to th- be on a Thursday
0: <laughs> again. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's on the 20th of February then. So what about a uh, non-WWE
0: prediction? Okay. Uh, can I have a couple with this? Yeah, okay. Uh, there's a guy that you, you're going to remember who's uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, he's called Danhausen, and he, he's, he's kind of uh, set up home in Ring of Honor at the moment. But he's, he's so unique and, uh, he's, he's, just brilliant. Uh, the last couple of shows, he's, he's kind of, like I said, uh, Danhausen reigns supreme is kind of the hashtag that he's kind of hacked into the, into the ROH, um, like TV and stuff. And he's really, really sold on the guy. And, uh, my other prediction is, uh, it's Stephen Jackson's favorite wrestler isn't Jonathan Gresham. Bandito, I'm really sold on the guy. I think he's amazing, and I think he'll be ROH World Champion or Television Champion by the end of 2020.
2: Uh, do you want me to go next? Or are you okay next?
1: Um, for non-WWE prediction. Yep. Um, I think, for a non-WWE prediction, that MJF will take over the Inner Circle after a few Chris Jericho. That would be good. And we'll obviously yeah. become the, AD, the AEW champion. Yep. Okay, I've got, I've gone for the... Oh, can, I go for, can I make one more thing at the end? And I reckon by the end of the year, he'll drop <laughs> the belt or we'll be in a feud with the title Cody Rhodes. Ooh. I
0: wonder
2: how they'd write Cody Rhodes back into the title scene.
0: Yeah, How's he he getting back into the title scene there, Nick.
2: You'd have to piss off MJF so much for he challenges, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll think uh, about that. So mine is... That's it's a US title in Japan called the N.W.G.P. the P.G. the O.W.G.P. Yeah, the the US title in Japan (laughs) will be a cross-promotional title with AEW by the end of the year, and it'll just be the like
0: Uh, US
2: US title. Makes sense. That's the only that's that's the only way I could justify Moxley holding that title. So I'm thinking it'll be a cross-promotional title. Hmm. Yeah. We right. Um, so then we're gonna predict who will be champ on the first of the first, 2021. So who do you think will be WWE champion?
1: Uh, uh, it's a raw one, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's
1: raw. Yeah. Not that it matters because you're
0: you like <laughs> just, just quickly because uh, <coughs> I'm watching a BT Sport and stuff, but you've probably got your finger more on the pulse than I have, Nick. Why is Lesnar in the Rumble? He said he will be. <laughs> I think he just said
1: he would. I think uh, the backstage reason. I think they just they, they didn't think he had a credible enough opponent. Um, uh, okay. I imagine. Yeah. I think they're using it as well to set up his fuse for WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, they think there's the rumor is that Kane um, Velasquez will eliminate yeah. him, setting up a match at, rain, at Mania.
0: He's not defending the title in the Rumble, is he?
2: No, no, just, no, no, no. Just entry Okay. Entering so, one. He's not, he honestly, won't be. I can't see him being in for an hour. So I can't see him being in for very long.
0: What I really If he's in for is... an hour, isn't that the longest he's been in the ring all year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really well, I, I, to... I
2: heard on um. Oh, was what, what, I was think it was what culture, um, that they predict that Brock and Velasquez will be the first two in, and they'll eliminate each other, and then the rumble will start
1: properly for number three. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I, I was hoping it would be like someone like Matt Riddle comes out and or Keith Lee comes out at number two and just wallops oh, him straight away, I'm... and then. That is I'd like it
0: Mysterio eliminated him If he's in it Okay, so, okay, WWE champion <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's well. Um, Okay, so WWE champion for me Uh, If he has a, a year In 2020 like he did 2019 I'd love for Rey Mysterio to be WWE champion come 2021 I think okay. he's He's a blinding year
2: um, I'm predicting Drew to win the Royal Rumble so I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre will win
0: I'm going go with... Drew McIntyre though can't put my finger on it well yeah
2: I'd, I'd also like Drew McIntyre with... to go back down to NXT UK and just be in the main event there but I do like it good show I reckon the Raw uh, so this is
1: the WA1 Raw it might change, but I'll go for... Um... It's the Universal
0: title on Raw, isn't it? No. No. Ray why it's got the Universal. Yeah, no, it's just because it's blue and it's WWE. I thought it was WWE title. Karen, <laughs> Nick, sorry. All
2: right, we, can't, we can't take this long on all of them. There's 10, ten titles to go. <laughs> Sorry? We can't take this long on all of them. There's 10 titles to go
1: through.
2: <laughs> Hello? Hello.
1: So who would be your WWE title? Champion. Hello. Hiya. Nick. Oh yeah. I said Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens.
0: Owens. Okay. 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 Yeah, Universal. Universal Champion Uh Alistair Black.
2: I'm gonna go with John Cena. It's the only title he hasn't won and up
1: his seventeen title. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go f go for, I'm gonna go for Roman Reigns, I reckon I'll get for a Cool. Uh, then
0: we've got NXT. X T champion, uh, Keith Lee. I'm going coat Keith Lee as well, I can't. Yeah, they've, go they here. put too much into him to for him to not be the champion by 2021, at least once. I'm going for um. Roderick Strong.
1: Ooh, like an implosion.
0: Well, they've already uh, teased it, haven't they? Yeah. All right, then we've got the Raw Women's. Raw women's champion, uh, Ruby
2: Riot. Oh, that's a bit out there. I was going to go with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. Um, it's the she, Raw one. I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler, wins the Rumble and then beats Becky at WrestleMania. I'll oh, for Ronda Rousey.
0: 2021.
2: <laughs> yes, and she holds it. She does like an NXT style. Holds it forever. Very good.
1: Wonder Rousey.
0: Ooh, okay. And Smackdown Women's? Uh, Smackdown Women's for me. Jeez, uh, I should have this woman's name on the tip of my tongue. Uh, yeah, Baszler. Baszler. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. I think her and Bailey might have a fallen out on the year. That's yeah, what I'll...
0: they seem to do on a year-by-year basis <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, I'll say Sasha Banks as well. Okay, uh,
2: Intercontinental Champion.
0: Oh Intercontinental Champion, Buddy Murphy. since
2: Intercontinental Champion SmackDown. Yeah, it is at the moment. But... Smack- okay.
0: Well, um, go he'll move uh, around
2: I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. I'd, I'd like a Sami Zayn versus Nakamura at WrestleMania, or later in the year. I can see them imploding. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, I- um, Sheamus. Oh, that'd be interesting. I'm going to change mine base. on on what we've what we said and stuff because the has got of titles on SmackDown in the complete space. Cesaro. Ooh. There's Cesaro versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. Oh, I'd like that.
2: Are they in a group though? Are they? Are they just started a faction together?
0: Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I reckon they'll implode. Cool. Then we've got US. US title. Uh, this one's uh, Buddy Murphy. I'm
2: going to go with Andrade he won't keep it all year but he'll have it back by the end of the year
0: I'll go think for I think he uses springboard to main event I can't, I can't, I
2: can't, f- at the moment I can't see him beating Brock so I
1: don't but I don't uh, I'll go for um, Humberto oh that'd be fun <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that, fun
2: right, then we'll move to AEW so he'll be the world champion
0: W champion. Um, I think I'm going to agree with Nick here. Uh, MJF.
2: Okay, I'm going to go Omega. I'm I'm thinking Moxley takes off Jericho, then Omega takes off Moxley. That's my booking for this year. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go for MJF.
2: Okay, and then who'll be the women's champion?
0: Women's champion. Uh, Britt Baker, but she's going to turn heel. Um, Awesome Kong.
2: I'm going to go with that Chris, I can't say her name, Chris, the Strad alien.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: I'm just I just
1: gonna cut in front of
2: you there, Chris. Chris Stradlander, is that her name? Stradlander, I think. I'm going to go with her. She she's, she's really, seems really good. And then we've got the IWPG World Time Champion, her final one. Uh, hold it up,
0: yeah. Oh. Finally, Kurt Ibushi, but they've really took the piss lately with him. I was going to say he's still dead young, but he's, he's like 33 now, isn't he? So, yeah. So. And, and the, the issue I have with, with obviously, the, the, what they've done with the boost, obviously, if he couldn't win the first night, why do you lose to Jay Watt on the second night? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there
2: you go. It's part of the story to keep pushing back down to the know, you, so they can work their way You don't back
0: have off. somebody go through the G1 Climax, win it, keep the briefcase, and then have the weekend that Abush had at Wrestle Kingdom in my opinion. Okay, I'm gonna go with
2: Naito Keepstone, yeah. I'd like I'd like that. And then maybe Abushi versus Naito next Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe I've Ibushi win the climax again.
1: Nick? I don't really follow it, but I'll go for Will Ospreay. Spray.
2: Well I'd, I'd, I'd love that. i said, love that yeah, he's he's built up to heavyweight, so it could it could happen. But, Cheeky Nando's his way to the title, that'll be fun (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Alright, so I hope you enjoyed our predictions so we have plenty of interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, I hope you really enjoyed our interview with Ziesel last week, we've had lots of positive feedback on it, I'm so happy with that. how it's gone considering it's nearly an hour long it's had over 300 listens already so I'm really happy with that (laughs) and then we're so confused Confirmed, we've got uh, the and owner Chris Classic this week, then we've got Connor Coyle from The Rejected, he's coming on next week to discuss uh, mental health in wrestling, and then we've got the UK ring announcer of the uh, my, uh, Mad Dog, Mike Angus, confirmed, as we've got, I've got confirmed so far, a couple more in the pipeline, so, but I'll confirm them as they're confirmed. So, um, anything else you want to discuss? Um, No, I
0: think that's that Alright, cool So if you enjoy Just uh, keep an eye on the ROH uh, On a Saturday Night Center stage And on a Reign Supreme Reviews coming at some point this week Mm. Oh, Brains Mm. I look forward to them So
2: (laughs) So if you enjoy our show Please follow us on Twitter It's BBGWpod And check out our website BBGWrestling.com Good night
0: Good night Good night.